Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What's up, Luke? What's going on? Oh, pod number two. We're back with pod base, baseball pod number two for PSO. We're going to be talking about NL this time. NL East. We're doing the double stackers here lately because um, we had We're a little behind. A little shitter computer problem here, but and sickness and sickness. I'll just yeah, all kinds of. But we're here for each other for sick in sickness and in health, right? Something like that. <laughs> but till death do us part. Probably <laughs> no. <laughs> till Chase says something too stupid and they're like, "Dude, you gotta go." <laughs> but here I am, Nick here with Luke right across from me. We have we have uh, Caleb in the producer role. But like I said, NL East podcast coming NL. today. I'm going to plug. We're going to do, you know, follow us at PSO Sports 1 on Twitter and Instagram. And then put the sports opinions anywhere else you guys listen to podcast. Seeking. Yeah, go for it. Um, we got multiple events coming up here in St. Louis. Cardinals games coming up next month. Blues games, playoff games coming up end of the season. March Madness is right around the corner. That's right. What, that next This weekend? Next weekend? When is Next weekend. Next so weekend. Coming soon. Um, any concerts? Any events you guys want to go to, use the SeatGeek link in our bio. Uh, we get a percentage of the profit. It goes back into our show that we can try to make this a better, better, better range show. Just a better show in general. Maybe, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, yeah, help us out here, everyone. So for the third time, this is the NLEs podcast. We're just kind of give a, a preview. We're breaking it down team by team, making our predictions, all that good stuff. So we're going to start here with... The records from last year. The Atlanta Braves, the young up-and-comers last year. Yeah. 97-65, the Nationals, the World Series winning. Uh, Washington Nationals, 93-69, the Bryce Harperless Nationals. They didn't even need the guy. It's just crazy. It's, we want Steven Strasburg. We don't want you, bud. Sorry. Um, New York Mets, kind of an afterthought in the division, 86-76. and 76. Who had a really good run at Really, the yeah. They won like 10 in a row leading up until like um, late July, late uh, August. Um, Phillies, 81-81. and 81. And the Marlins down there in the shitter, 57 and 105. That's going to be a trend you'll probably see for the next couple of years with the Marlins. <clears throat> uh, I like to break down, get some predictions. You know, it's kind of fun to to get the predictions. We have Pakota predictions and the USA Today uh, predictions for this division. They're actually kind of all over the place in, for both of these. The Pakota has the Mets with 88 wins and first. The Nationals in eight, with 87 and second. Braves, 83 and third. Phillies. 77 and fourth, and the Marlins down there 71 and 91 in fifth. That's that's way off. They're going to win at least lose 100 games at least. The Marlins are. Yeah. USA Today has the Braves in first with 92, Nationals in second with 88, Mets in third with 85, Phillies in fourth with 85, and the Marlins with 62 wins. Ah, oh, I like the baseball projections from USA Today. I like. Do you like Dakota? Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I'd flip some around, but I would too. But they're all—it's—it's it's, they're all—they're both close. But I like the USA Today standings because the Phillies and the Mets have the same record. The Phillies are—I think the Phillies could be um, 
the winner in the division, but we got to break down the team. So That's right. If I'm going to talk about the Phillies, let's just segue there. We're going straight to them. They had an interesting offseason. So they had Gabe Kapler come in a couple years ago as their manager. Um, he started off, I think 18 was his first year. A little troublesome there at the beginning. Didn't have the best year then. Last year they're 81 and 81, and they were expected to do big things. He's fired. So Joe Girardi, former Yankee manager, former Cardinal player, former Cub player. He, he was uh, – I think he was involved in like the operations from day-to-day baseball. He's back there. He's back managing. He's in um, <clears throat> a three-year contract there. So that's big for them. I think getting a turn around the Phillies. Yeah, definitely which... a, a guy to come in there. Kind of like um, I think he's going to be really good for him there, to be honest. I really like Joe Girardi. I know I think when the Cardinals fired Matheny, they're like, get Girardi. Get Girardi. Was that was a big guys. name. Yeah, it was a big name. But it didn't happen. Didn't so happen, it which matter. was okay. Mike Schultz been fine for him. Um, so we're just going to go right down the list. They saw, they signed starting pitcher away, Zach Wheeler away from the Mets. They gave him five years, 118 million. So they threw some money at this guy. They've and been throwing some money here the past they couple have, you're years. Right. So, um, that was their big offseason signing. They got shortstop DD Gregorius from the, away from the Yankees one year. Yeah. One year for that guy. I was like, wow. The old manager or the old player for the manager. What was it? Was it a trade? Didi, no, Didi played for Girardi. Oh, is what I'm saying. gotcha. I'm like, what, did they trade this guy? No, no. Um, I was surprised. I think that's a great pickup for him. I was really, really low-key. I forgot where he went. I was like, I know he went to a they red team. They were talking about the Reds a lot with him. And... I, yeah, I remember, I think last week on the podcast, I said he went to the Reds, but no. Same color outfit, same yeah. color uniform, but no. Um, And they've already got a, got a core around him, but they've also got, they assigned a lot of veterans to minor league contracts. Francisco Liriano, Neil Walker, Bud Norris, Logan Forsyth, Drew Storen, all veterans like that have played really important parts on different teams. All those dudes are on minor league contracts. They're not all getting a spot on that team, but one or two of them might stick. Um, but we can – Just to see what they do in uh, spring training. That's exactly what it is. So we can break them down. They have a great rotation with the addition of Wheeler. So we have – Aaron Nola leading it off. He had a really good year. Excuse me. Really good year last year. He's their ace, followed by Zach Wheeler's probably going to be their number two. And then former Cy Young winner, kind of, I think he's just kind of falling off here. Jake Arrieta. I agree. There. Yeah. Rough year. Rough, rough year. Um, I know they have Vince Velasquez and Nick Pavetta competing for spots there. And then they've also got, hmm, hmm. I think that's it. Maybe one more guy competing for this spot. But. The Philly. Yeah. Zach Eflin? Yeah. So he's still there. Yeah. Caleb's just pulling shit out of nowhere. Fantasy, Fantasy baseball helps you guys learn a lot of players. In that bullpen, they're going to have, hmm, Sir Anthony Dominguez. I know he's a fireballer. He throws like 100. Tommy Hunter's there. Hector Norris is there. I think they just signed him. And then one of those guys out of Velasquez, Pavetta, and Eflin, whoever doesn't make the rotation. Will, def- will definitely be a bullpen piece. So, yep. going down the line, they have the best catcher in baseball, probably uh, JT Real Mito, and then Andrew Knapp's their backup. Real Mito is awesome. Um, I am looking at their roster page on ESPN right now. They have three infielders: <laughs> DD Gregorius, Reese Hoskins, and Gene Segura. Yeah, it shows four for uh, MLB. Who's the fourth that I didn't name? Uh, Scott Kingery. Kingery. Yeah. All right, he's an outfielder probably on this one. Um, but yeah, they have. First baseman, third baseman, and two shortstops. You know one of them's playing second. Zagreb's probably playing second. Gloria's playing short. Kingerly's playing third. And Hoskins, obviously, their first baseman. Yeah. They have so many dudes in the outfield. They have Bryce Harper, obviously, getting a starting spot. He'll be, yeah. If Andrew McCutcheon can he, – he tore his ACL in, like, the first two months of the season. And he had a great year. start. He's yeah. awesome. Uh, he's still relatively young. He's 33. He's move, if he moves well and everything, he's out there. I think he was going to be an all-star, too, he was, for his he, first half. He was doing really, really well. Yeah. Uh, Jay Bruce is there. He's a first baseman. He'll probably play first base. But <laughs> they've got a plenty of first basemen. They've got Roman Quinn, Nick Williams, and then Kyle Garlick. They traded for him from the Dodgers this offseason. Um, um, so they were really, really favored last year to win the division. And they fell on their faces. 81-81. and 81. You're seeing a manager change, maybe... You're going to see a different team out of the gate with this team and Girardi managing them. I mean, they didn't feel scary with Hoskins, Gregorius, Segura, and then, you know, Kingery. 
And you have the catcher. Then you have JT, JT. Romito, one of the best players in baseball. You got Bryce Harper. Yeah. He's still there. He was. Oh, he's going to be there for 12 more years. 12 more so. years. I, I don't know. How, I don't want to say he had a No cool. opt-out. No opt-out. He said he wanted to stay there and not have to worry about it. And he's crushing spring training right now. Isn't he? So, I mean, he wasn't terrible last year. His it wasn't ba- the year they were looking for. It for wasn't him. a Bryce Harper year that you wanted. He had. But I think he had a better year last year than his MVP year. No, his MVP year was insane. We're going to talk about that. So last year he had 35 home runs, 114 RBIs. He had a 260 average and a 372 on base and a 510 slugging. So, I mean, good year. 98 runs. His MVP year was in 15. He had 118 runs scored, 42 home runs, 99 RBIs, uh, 330 batting average, 460 on base, and a 649 slugging. His OPS was 1.109. He led the league. Uh, if you if you hit if you have an OPS of over a thousand, you're insane. That's a, that's that is a top ten in the league. Um, so a one point my trout does it every year. Yeah. It's a thousand OPS. So he had a almost nine. He had an 882 last year. You want to see that number go up? You want to see him hitting? 40 home runs, 40 doubles, and just driving in 140 runs for that team. And I think it will this yeah, year. I think so. I think Reese Hoskins need a better year out of them. They need Arietta to be healthy. They need more out of their fourth and fifth pissing spots, and they definitely need a solid, solidified bullpen. So we'll see what the Phillies. We're just going to go from there. Excuse me. What's your next team you want to pick out? Uh, we can go to the Mets. All right, the Mets. I like the Mets here. So – they had a really weird offseason, too. Hired Carlos Beltran to be their manager. Yeah. And then subsequently, I don't know they fired him, but they both had a mutual agreement. Fired. To, yeah, fired. To get rid of him. Because he was one of the big guys. Him and Alex Cora were the two big For that Astros guys series. in charge of the pitch-stealing scandal. So he was one of the catalysts there. So they're like, you know, Carlos, let's, let's just get you out of here before, you know. Shit goes down yeah. for us. So good idea. Great move. Yeah. Um. They replaced him with Luis Rojas. I think he's just been in the Mets system. I don't know if that for sure, but I think he's been there for a while. Kind of a quiet offseason. They got Dylan Batanzas, former Yankee, great reliever. He, you know, he was really good for a couple of years. He was really good for him. Really him good. Him and Chapman. It was him, Chapman, and uh, I think Robertson Britain one year. And Rob Robertson. Yeah, yeah, those were the big three from like four years ago, three years ago. Uh, Matt Adams is there in a minor league contract. Ugh. Which. Did he win the World Series last year with the Nats? World Series winner? Yeah. Matt Adams uh, signed Michael Walker to like a one-year $9 million deal and then signed another reliever in Brad Box. Brad, and they Brad Brock. signed Porcello. And they have Rick Porcello there. Yeah. So their starting rotation consists of... DeGrom. DeGrom. They lost Wheeler, but they have... <clears throat> Syndergaard, Mark, Stroman. Marcus Stroman. And then they have Walker and... Porcello. Porcello. And they still have Steven Matz. Which hasn't really turned out well for No, him. Steven Matz is 28. You know, five years ago, he was like an up-and-coming. When they were running through the World big, Series. It was that big, yeah. He was really big for him there. But um, I like their top – I like their starting four. I think, I think you know, if you get – I'm not worried about DeGrom. I'm not that worried about um, Stroman either. And, and if Syndergaard can stay healthy. And if you can get a bounce back here from Michael Waka because – his 2018 with the Cardinals, he was really, really good. Um, he was hurt last year, just not very good. And then whoever goes in that fifth spot and whatever you can get out of him. The bullpen, Justin Wilson's there. He was a former Cub. Uh, um, Corey Oswalt's there. Seth Lugo's there. He's been in that club for a while now. And then the back of your bullpen's going to be Batances, Brad Bach, Edwin Diaz, and Brad Brock. Shit, can't say that dude's name right. And Yuri's Familia. Familia was awful last year. Edwin Diaz was awful last he year. Was, yeah. They need those guys to perform to – they probably would have won probably close to 90 games if they had a good back of their bullpen. Um, they didn't get what they wanted out of Diaz last year. Definitely not. Diaz had a, an insane year in 18, and they traded a lot for him. Um, they traded – they got Diaz and Cano. Yeah. Uh, catchers, they have Wilson Ramos. They signed him to, a, I think, a two-year deal last year. He had a good year last year. Uh, I don't think he's playing every game, but he's a big bat off the bench, and he's a serviceable catcher. Thomas Nito's their backup. Talking about um, their pitching staff for yeah. the Mets. So there was a photo. It said, who, who's uh, starting rotations better, the Dodgers or the Mets? Which, obviously, we said the Mets, DeGrom, Syndergaard, Stroman, Waka, Porcello. Or do you take Kershaw, Bueller, Price, Urias, and Wood? Oh, that's a tough one. 
Yeah. I think I just take that. Comp- DeGrom and Kershaw are really evenly matched. Uh, and then I'd say Bueller and Stroman could even be on the same. I'd say Mets. Fuck it. The Mets. Going with the Mets this year, boys. The Mets. But if huh? we had to do a staff in general with rot- uh, rotation and bullpen, I'd probably take the Dodgers. Yeah. Um, but I really, really like the Mets staff. We've been saying that for five years now. Remember it was Harvey, DeGrom, and Syndergaard? Syndergaard, yeah. Now it's Harvey. No, Wheeler, mean, We don't even Mets. know where Harvey. Yeah. Now it's DeGrom, Stroman, Syndergaard. So we'll see how it goes. And then we're going to just jump to the Mets infield. We have one of the best players in the game, Pete Alonso. I mean, he's going to hit 50 home runs. He almost did it last year. What do you have, 49? Close. I think he had 48. I think he was. He might have had 50. He had 53. Holy hell. <laughs> Holy hell. 53. That guy mashed last year. He was so much fun to watch. Um, they took a long time to really bring him up and give him a starting role. I'm, I'm sure they're glad they did that. Really gave him some time to just figure it all out. And it looks like he has. Yeah. Um, Robbie Cano out there. Just, the only thing you hope for is a not a sophomore slump from him. Yeah, for sure. You're always worried about that, but and can he repeat it? I want to I want to know what his other aver- or numbers were. Sorry. I should have asked you. What do you do? Average, he had probably 260, 53 homers, 120 RBIs, oh, yeah. and a 941 OPS. Yeah, that OPS is that's almost elite. Like 9 that's really 900's great. You want a 900 all day. For your first year, I'd say for that's your, really yeah, good. For your first year, that is great. So, Robbie Cano's there still, 37 years old. He's got a couple years left on that big contract the Mariners gave him back in 11-12 offseason. Um, other than that, I mean, they're good infield-wise. Med Rosario. Ahmed Rosario's their shortstop. Yeah. I, Dominic Smith is a lefty bat off the bench. They don't really have a third baseman, J.D. Davis. J.D. Davis is the third baseman they're going to be going with, I think. Because uh, I don't think Jed Lowry's healthy. He hasn't been healthy since he, he signed that contract. Since, like, Oakland. Yeah, he hasn't been healthy for a while, so... Um, you'll see Jeff McNeil play some third base too. He was a rookie last year who was he jumped on the scene and was really good. So the outfield looks like it's gonna be a combo of Michael Conforto, who is another guy who kind of came onto the scene last year. He's been a good player, but I think he had a thirty home run season. I think for the first time in two years we're gonna see Jonas Cespedes. Let's see it. He's done I'm fucking, he's done fucking around with cattle on his ranch. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully Give um, him a plane. I wanna see dude, he's awesome. I uh, he is. He was really he's been great. For his whole career, he's been a good player, yeah. He was good in Oakland. He was good in Detroit, Boston. good in Boston for, what, half a season, a year? Yeah. Um, and he, he actually, they did something to his contract because he hurt himself. They're like, all right, we're going to take some money from you. He said, okay. They traded for Jake Marinsnick, outfielder from the Houston Astros. He'll be there. And then Brandon Nimmo's still there. So. He had a pretty good year for him, I, I think thought. he finally got playing time. Yeah. I think that's what it was. And he's always he's always been on that team as like a fourth outfielder. I really like him. I like Nemo. He was good for him in 18. I think he was hurt a lot last year. So you'll see him probably as a fourth outfielder maybe. But I know that <clears> – I don't know if Cespedes is going to play every day. But I think he's going to be ready for the season, which is exciting. Which, yeah, because you haven't so. seen him, what, two years pretty much? Two years. Actually play a decent amount of games. So, so – Mets are looking good. We can just go on. We'll just go to the Marlins. Get them out of the way. We don't want to talk about them. Beautiful Miami Marlins. But we have to. Beautiful Miami. Marlins, not so beautiful. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter's run Miami Marlins. Uh, their offseason consisted a lot of mo- – they made some actually interesting moves. Signed Matt Joyce to a one-year deal. Brandon Kinsler, reliever, to a one-year deal. Corey Dickerson was kind of one of the – not premier free agents, but he was one of the top or near the top free agents. He got a two-year deal from Miami. They signed Francisco Cervelli as a catcher. And apparently last year, he, he wanted to retire or move out from behind the plate. Yeah. He says, I don't want to do this, but he's back catching. Well, he was on the Pirates, too. Pirates. So, uh, that's Matt understandable. Kemp, Matt Kemp's there as a minor league player, so I don't know if he'll see him on the team. They probably have room for him. I think he'll make it. And then they signed big boy Jesus Aguilar off waiver, or they got him from waivers off from the Rays. So, they made some moves. They traded an outfielder named Austin Dean to the Cardinals for another outfielder. Whatever. And I guess they got Villar, right? And they, they, they got Jonathan Villar. Off waivers. I think they traded for him from the Orioles for... I should have that down. Uh, Pister, Easton, Lucas went to the Orioles for VR. So... They made some good moves. They have some good qual... I don't... By Jeter? Jeter, I think he's trying to... He knows what he's doing. I really do. He just... He he ain't going to go anywhere soon. So he's just kind of... 
trying to build something. Something, and I think he didn't. I don't know why he traded the likes of Yelich, Stanton, and Ozuna away, and DD or D Gordon. I don't know why he did it. Maybe he wanted a clean slate and a different kind of. That's exactly one of the clean slate and a new organization. I think under so. him because he's going under the, you know, the owner. So, so we've got Sandy Alcantara, who was an all-star for him last year. He had a good year. Um, Caleb Smith had a good year. I think he had some injuries. Where else are we at? We're at Pablo Lopez, another young guy that they're really probably just trying to – they're probably just getting a lot of guys to get some seasoning. Um, Caleb Smith and then Jose Arena, I think, is another guy in there. And then Jordan Yamamoto. I think that's their five starters. Reliever-wise, um, Yimi Garcia is one of them. I think he was a former Ray. Like I said, Brandon Kinsler. He's been on a couple different teams, a couple playoff teams the last couple of years, so you'll probably see him maybe trade at the deadline, just kind of calling that out. Ryan Stanek, Drew Steckenrider, other guys that are going to be coming out of the bullpen for him. Um, at catcher, they like I said, they had Francisco Cervelli. Um, they have Jorge Alfaro. Alfaro, they traded for him. They got him in the Real Mito trade from the Phillies. Um, I think, I think he said Cervelli's on there for like just a veteran. I think you're right. Player. I, I kind of like what Russell Martin was for the, the Dodgers. Dodgers last year. Yeah, he'll for play every once in a while, but he's not going to be there to like start. But I think Alfaro might start on the season on the IIL list, so we'll see. In the infield, we have. I don't know if VR is going to play the infield. I saw they might make him a center fielder, but Jesus Aguilar, they got him playing first base. Brian Anderson's going to be an outfielder and a third baseman. He's been this is his third year on the team. He's actually been one of their best players lately. Eisen uh, Diaz, Miguel Rojas, those are probably going to be rounding out the infield. Yeah. Outfield. So I could see definitely why they throw Villar out there. Yeah. Outfield, like I said, maybe Villar. Matt Joyce is going to get a little playing time. Corey Dickerson. Corey Dickerson for sure is probably going to start. But you've got Lewis Brinson. He was a guy in the Yelich deal. Monte Harrison, I think, was a guy that they got in a trade. Magnolia Sierra was a guy they got in a trade. They've just got a lot of young guys that they're probably going to Takes time to pan plug out. and play, but if they don't do anything, they're gonna put him back in the minors. But maybe they find a guy like a Miguel Cabrera they did back in 2003, just some young guy who comes out of nowhere, hits yeah. the scene, and just rakes. Um, but I know Lewis Brinson has had a hard time adjusting to major league pitching. Uh, where'd they get Monte Harris from? I'm gonna look that up real quick. But they've got the youth on their side because they've made these trades, like getting rid of Ozuna and getting young Stanton. Yeah. It's just, it's going to take time. That's all it is for the, they're not going anywhere anytime soon. But they have a good core of pitchers. They have a good, I don't know, good core of young players. They really don't, they don't have any of that, that special there when I look at it. Um, I think they had a good off season for who they I think they definitely had a good, when I saw Corey Dickerson, up. I was like, oh, that's a really good pickup for them. Dickerson, but, Villar, and Aguilar. Yeah. Yeah, Aguilar was an, a 30 home run, 100 RBI guy a couple of years, two years ago, 2018. Yeah. And then he kind of just fell off the face of the earth. Um, but Brian Anderson is probably the guy I'd say is their best player on that team. Maybe I'm wrong, but their pitching staff isn't anything special. Sandy no. Alcantara is a good player, but like he's not a Jose Fernandez, a guy you wish you had. Uh, Monta Harrison was traded to the Marlins for. I think, in the Yelich trade. He was a brewer, so that's what I'm guessing. I don't know why I was so fixated on that. But, yeah, we'll see if any of these guys can develop for the Marlins. I don't know. That's what, they're all, that's what we're all waiting on. That's what Whatever Marlins fans there are, that's what they're waiting on. So, who we want to jump to here? We've got the Braves. We'll we just jump to the Braves next. We'll the old Braves, the division so, winners. They lost Josh Donaldson in free agency. But they really got a good guy. They one year sixteen million dollar deal for Marcelo Zuna, who's a thirty year old. He's going to be plugged into the outfield, and I think he can do the same thing um, Donaldson did last year. Which you is think so? Thirty home runs, hundred RBI, something like that. Just rake out of the four or five hole. Give that protection to. I mean, so the lineup's probably going to be Acuna, Albies, Freeman, Ozuna. That's fine. Awesome. Give me that all day. They just lost. Losing Donaldson's a big third I base hole, and they don't have anything to fill it with. Um, So they're probably going to put either Johan Carmargo or Austin Riley out there, I believe is the the pieces they will use. Yeah, they got Johan as yeah. the third baseman. Because I think he played a lot of third base in 2018. So <clears throat> you'll probably see that. 
Um, they also got Cole Hamels on a one-year contract. They got Travis Deneau as a catcher. I think he's going to be splitting time with uh, Kurt Suzuki. They signed lefty Will Smith. Will Smith had a lights-out year for the uh, Giants. Giants last year. I yeah. think if you remember his trade getting float, his name getting floated around in trade talks. Yeah. Um, re-signed Tyler Flowers and Nick Markakis. Nick Markakis has been awesome for them. I really, I don't think he's going to ever get to 3,000 hits, but that dude has been one of the best, not best, but he's a great hitter, and he's been consistent for most of his career. Uh, I'm a big Nick Markakis fan, even though it's not just because we share the same first name, but I like him a lot. I say if he gets to 3,000 hits, he's a Hall of Famer, but I say that about him. What's he at? Do you know? I'm trying to get there. Those computers give me a little trouble here. Maybe not. Uh, I think he's like 2,400. But and then they signed old King Felix to a minor league contract. He's trying to prove himself again because uh, he has had a rough couple of years the last couple of years. Yeah, and uh, but I know in Seattle. I know in spring training he's he's he had a nice inning today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Was it today? I, today? I know a couple weeks, or like maybe last week, he also had a nice, a nice inning. Nick Marquez's career, two thousand three hundred fifty-five hits. Probably not getting there. He's thirty-six. Yeah, thirty-six. He needs to have another six hundred and forty-five hits. And he has got a one year this year. So. And he's not. And he's he's a platoon player. So yeah. Um. But yeah, I really am interested to see how King Felix works out there. I I, I love him so. The, the rotation is going to be led by Mike Soroka. Cole Hamels will be in there. Mike Fulanevich. Max Freed. And then I think Tuki Toussaint and Max. No. Tuki Toussaint and Felix Hernandez are probably fighting for that fifth row. I think there was another guy in there, but I, I don't. I'd probably say it's Felix. I want to see Felix pitch, dude. I, I love Felix Hernandez. He's been he's only like thirty three or thirty four. Yeah. It's crazy that he's still so so young and he's been around since like oh six, oh seven. He's been around for a very long time. Uh bullpen. They picked up a lot of these guys from deadline last year. Yeah. Shane Green, Mark Melanson. Yep. They re signed Chris Martin to a two year contract. Darren O'Day's there. And they got Will Smith, like you said. Will Smith is gonna be great for him. And then Sean Newcomb, another starter, turn reliever. Their catching situation, I think it's just going to be Tyler Flowers and Travis Dano. Denar, Dano, it's Dano. Yeah. Spl- Darno. 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 I think they're going to be just a uh, platoon there. We have the infield situation figured out, I believe, besides third base. Freddie Freeman, Ozzy Albee, Dansby Swanson at short. And then a third base is going to be Austin Riley, jo- Johan Camargo. Uh, maybe a Danny Echeverria is going to be there. And the outfield, I think, is going to be set for the most part. You're going to have Acuna in center, Ozuna in left, and then a mix of Ender Mark- and Ciarte. And Marquecas. Nick Marquecas. And then you might see Austin Riley competing for the third base job. So I think the Ra- or not the, Ra- the Braves might have overachieved last year. Uh, I think they got a great year out of Mike Soroka, and I, he was his rookie year. Maybe he comes back and he has an even better year or just is consistent, but – you lose the likes of Josh Donaldson. Which is big. But like I said, if you can get <clears throat> Marcelo Zuna in there to replace that, I think that's a, that's a good get for him. It really is. So For a one-year hold. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. A, a one-year hold. But you're hoping, I think, your consistent guys in this team, in the lineup, are going to be Freddie Freeman and Acuna. Mm-hmm. And 
Albies. Ozzy Albies had a really good start to his 18. He really fell off. I think last year he showed that he can be consistent, so hopefully he can say the same. Dancy Swanson, he had a good enough year last year. You just don't know what you're going to get out of I don't think he's really him. showed up from his hype of talent. Last year, let me show. He had a good year last year. He had like a tw- maybe 20 home runs, maybe close to it. 17. And he was hurt last year too, so I think give him time. He's still only, what, 26? He was very good. He was insane in the division series against the Cardinals. Um, so, but, you know, Acuna, Albies, Freeman, Ozuna. That's that's a top four lineup that goes against anyone. Yeah. That competes with anyone in the league. So, and then, you know, rounding it out, you got Dansby Swanson, whoever else is going to play in the outfield, and then your catcher pitcher. So, they're going to compete. This division is going to be wild. Um, but we will go to the Nationals. final team, the World Series winning Nationals, man. So they gave Steven Strasburg a seven-year million-dollar I think it was seven years, 21, 210 mil, something like that. Resigned Jan Gomes and Howie Kendrick. Howie Kendrick was big for him last year. I think, did he hit the Grand Slam in the, in the DS? Game five of the DS yeah. to sink the Nats? They're expecting a lot of Kendrick, he I think. hit a home run in the World Series, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. It was like to turn the ties in yeah. Game 7, I think. Um, They signed relief pitcher Will Harris away from the Astros. They signed Stalin Castro to probably, I don't want to say replace because you're not replacing Anthony Rendon, but to play third. Asheville Cabrera, Eric Thames are there, and then they got reliever Ryan Harper from the Twins. They didn't, the only big thing that changed is they got no, no Rendon. They didn't get rid of him. They just couldn't re-sign him. Yeah. So that's... That does make you a lot worse than you were. So I mean, your rotation's still good. You've got <clears throat> a, a top three, ro- top three guys in the big three: Scherzer, Corbin, and Sh- Scherzer, or, um, and Strasburg. Yeah, Strasburg. Then you've also got Joe Ross, who's probably competing for a spot. Who else is in there? Annabelle Sanchez is there. Uh, I think that's it. Really, that I think that's the five. Bullpen's really good. Aaron Barrett pitched the. F- he was out for like two or three years, and he pitched last year. So I don't know if he'll have a spot, but you got guys like Doolittle, Sean Doolittle, who apparently he figured it out at the end of last year. I forgot. There's a little story that I read that like he went from doing something, or he just figured it out, and he was really good down the stretch in in the playoffs. Ronaeus, Elias, Will Harris, Will Harris, or- Ryan Harper, Daniel Hudson, who they re-signed, uh, Hunter Strickland, Wander Suero. He was on their team for a bit, so good. Pitching staff all around. You've got Jan Gomes and Kurt Suzuki as the catcher. I think Kurt Suzuki is their main guy, but at the same time, they're probably just me splitting time in general. Infield's going to be, you're probably getting Ryan Zimmerman at first. Second base is probably going to be, hmm, I don't. I know Dozier was there last year, but a mixture of Esdrubal Cabrera, Carter Keboom. Howie. Howie Kendrick, but I think he's listed as an outfielder on ESPN. Shortstop, you're going to have Trey Turner. Third base, you're going to have a mixture of Howie Kendrick, Carter Keboom, Wilmer Defoe, Estrubal Carrera. But I think you'll see Starlin, Mart- or Starlin Castro get the brunt of the at-bats there because if you can imagine, he's only 29. That dude's been in the league for so long. Yeah, Cubs. Um, he started out with the Cubs, and then he got – He went to Miami sta- for to a the Yankees, stand. And yeah. then they, he got traded in the Gene Carlos Stanton deal. And he was nothing but a professional on Miami. I think he was just like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to play. Uh, I want to look at his numbers. He's been around since 2010. Last year, he had 636 at bats, 22 home runs, a 270 uh, batting average. So, if you can get him to play second or short, just don't give him as a shortstop. He's not a very good shortstop. Second or third? Second or third baseman is what he is. But hopefully, a second. But at the same time, the Cubs or the Nationals have a, fo- a hole they need to fill at third base. But he's been in the league forever. He's already got 1,600 career hits. Uh, and he's he has kind of developed a. The slugging. He's like I said, 20, 22 home runs last year was a career high for the Marlins. He was, yeah. Six years in the Cubs, two on New York and two on Miami. Now he's going to see what he can do with the Nationals, which I thought actually, if you're going to have to replace someone and it's not a very expensive contract, he's a great player, probably a really good teammate. If you know, he's been on the rebuilding Cubs, he's been on the Yankees, who were a powerhouse when he was on them. Yeah. And now he's on. He was on the crappy Miley Marlins. So he knows he's been through some stuff and he's a, re- he's a really good hitter and a good glove. Just can't, just can't no, throw it. Be a professional. Yeah, he'll be good. 
Howie, Howie Kendrick will be there, though. He's listed as a DH. Dude, we're in the NL. Come on, ESPN. <laughs> in the outfield, it's going to be led by Juan Soto, Victor Robles, and Adam Eaton. Their fourth outfielder is probably going to be Michael A. Taylor. He's been there for f- five, six years now. Um, I think that's probably going to be your four. I think yeah. Kendrick plays a little bit of the outfield. I think that's it. I, mean, I think Jake Noel is an infielder. He'll probably play a little of the outfield, maybe. But they're they're pretty set from their leftovers from last year. They're probably going to go. Just lost, really. Is, just Rendon. Yeah, which Rendon. hurts. You were able to retain Strasburg, which is big, 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 big. He got he yeah he was he opted out, and they're like, all right, let's give him some more money. Um, I think Eric Thames will be a really really good bat off the bench, and uh, he's definitely going to platoon with Zimmerman because Zimmerman's not the guy he once was. No. Um, Zimmerman did have the first Washington National home run in a World Series. If you guys And the first pick. And the first the pick Nationals. for the Nationals. So he's still there. I like it. Keep him around. He's not going to be there much longer, I don't think. Probably his last year this year. Probably. Unless he's cool with a bench roll, which he might be because he's, he's 35. He's made millions of dollars. So those are the teams. So let's run down the list. Who are we thinking? Who are we thinking for this division? It's kind of hard. Hmm. I am. I'm. I'm just. I'm stumped here. Caleb, I am too. It's really hard. Caleb, who we got in this division? Caleb doesn't know either. Um, the Caleb's going with the, the Braves. Braves. I'll go with the. I was gonna go. I can't do it. We're gonna go. We're gonna mix it up. I'll go. Mets. Nationals, Phillies, Braves, Marlins. Oh, so you're doing the. Pakoda. I kind of I just flipped the Braves and the Phillies. The are fourth, fourth. I I think so too. I think I really they could think regress so too. Um, man, I want to throw the Phillies up there. I do too at the first, but then I also want to throw the Mets up there. I want to. The Mets rotation is awesome. And the Nationals really didn't get worse besides losing. <laughs> they Rendon. lose Rendon, who was a top three MVP but player. That starting pitching for them, awesome. Yeah, and if Max Scherzer wasn't even healthy all last year. Yeah, so. Any one of the top four that we listed could win the division. It's all just – We just don't see the Braves We just want to sound again. smart and pick the right team. So maybe – it, it kind of doesn't – maybe the Braves are the obvious candidate, but at the same time, they lost Donaldson. Yeah. So we got two teams who have lost their like their three their third baseman, their power – they're like three or four hole hitting third baseman. With Marcelo Zuna, you're right. Um, but is that a good replacement? I think it's a good replacement. Marcelo Zuna can hit – I think Ozuna – When he's hot – I think Ozuna definitely was plagued by a shoulder injury in St. Louis, and he also was mentally plagued by, like, I have to be the the best hitter here, or last year the second best hitter here. On this team, he can be your your fourth best hitter, behind Albies, Acuna, and Freeman. Yeah. Man, now I'm talking myself into picking the Braves, even though I don't like them. So maybe I can see – it's hard because it's anywhere. Any of the, the Braves can finish one through four. Yeah. Any of, these Any teams, of the top four. Huh, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go Braves, Phillies, Nationals, Mets. I just flipped the, I just flipped the Phillies and the Braves or the the Braves and the, the Mets. That's hard though. And then the Marlins obviously are gonna be down there. I think I'll do Mets, Phillies, National Braves, I'm, Marlins. Good. Keep keep your keep your Mets. Keep your Mets up there. Cause it's either Mets or Phillies, man. Because the Mets could have a bounce. Uh, even better, they could have. And that just Mc, McNeil a full year. You could have Cano. That, Starting rosters just Cano could have a bounce back year. Pete Alonso, goodness, Conforto, Cespedes. That's that's starting uh, uh, rotation is uh, just amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. So we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. It's gonna be an exciting year. That's probably one of the hotly contested divisions this year. Kind of like the Central. Kind of like the NL NL Central. Yeah, it's gonna the NL is gonna be. Very These are gonna be two hot divisions contest. to yeah, watch. It'll be fun the whole season, especially you know we get to July and August. We're gonna be like. We're going to really see the landscape and how it's shaped. Yeah. So, um, all right, we're just going to jump to, I said we're going to do some Cardinals news. So, we already said in the last podcast, Yairo Munoz is off the team. He was pissed about his situation. He said, I'm gone. He just left back to his home. To the Dominican Republic. The DR didn't tell anyone, didn't tell the team officials, was texting a teammate about it. So, uh, they said, Yairo, you said you're not happy. Your, your agent's telling us you're not happy here. We're gonna let you go, so um, I'm sure he'll get looked at. I don't. You never heard anything about him having an attitude problem until now. So we're gonna see what happens here. 
Um, we're going to break down the spring training numbers, too, for the Cardinals, kind of just look at the team. But that situation with Yairo not making the team, it, it, it kind of opens up some spots for guys like Edmundo Sosa or, um, hmm, I don't even know who else is going to be there. But Sosa looks like the guy who's got the fast track to take that spot. Or maybe Justin Williams or, or someone. A fifth outfielder or, you know, Brad Miller is going to definitely get some more opportunities now. So the best players this spring have probably been, let me look at this, Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung has been great. Yairo Munoz is having a really good spring. Uh, Dylan Carlson, last week he was leading the whole spring field, just the whole spring training statistics in OPS. You know how I was saying in the last podcast or earlier this podcast, OPS is actually a really, really good stat to kind of compare. Um, Colton Wong, so they're all having good good years, uh, struggling. Who's going to struggle? I mean, I know it's spring training, but Matt Carpenter's hitting 200. Fowler's throwing Fowler's out there. Fowler's hitting .08. He is – how many hits does he have? But, I mean, like we were saying before, it is spring training. He's two for 25, so maybe he's just working on stuff. That's what spring training is. It is. Exactly. But, you know, if, if, if Fowler's having a terrible first month, and Carlson's not on the team, you'll definitely see him called up in May if Fowler's been that bad. Um, because it looks like the outfield is going to consist of Fowler. Bader's going to be on there. I think Bader's, Bader's spring. O'Neal. O'Neal and Thomas. But Bader's spring and 27 at-bats. Bader's got eight hits, six walks, ten strikeouts. He's still striking out a bit, but he's hitting 296 with a 441 on base. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, but Lane Thomas you'll probably see. Tommy Edmond you're going to see definitely, but Tommy Edmond's going to be one of those guys who's going to be playing everywhere for you. Uh, infield, it's probably pretty much set. Um, Goldschmidt, Wong, DeYoung, Carpenter. But like we said, if Carpenter's struggling, you're going to see Edmond probably in third. Um, but that bench probably looks like it's going to consist of... Sosa. Edmundo Sosa, Brad Miller. And Ravioli. Uh, Ron Hill Ravello, Ravioli, he's going to play first base in the outfield. Tyler O'Neill, Tommy Edmond, and Matt Weeters. Yeah. And maybe Lane Thomas. But standouts have definitely been Paul DeYoung. Let's hope Paul DeYoung here to a very, very hot start last year, and he just fizzled out in May and the rest of the year. He was struggling. But he played like 155 games last year, 160. So maybe Mike Schilt kind of helps him out here and doesn't kill him and play him every game. Uh, going to the pitching side, I think. So, Miles Michaelis, I think we already know this. He's out for a bit. We're going to see what happens. But they've got – it seems like two guys really competing for that spot. Uh, Kwong Young Kim, I think is how we, we, we pronounce that. Apparently, he's going by KK. Makes yeah. it easier for all us American folk. KK Kim, we like it. He has had – Eight innings pitched. 11 Ks, 5 hits, and a 0 ERA. One walk. This guy's been very, very good. He's a lefty, so that also helps, But and they don't really have any tape on him probably. No. Um, but Daniel Ponce de Leon, he's had 13 innings pitched, a .69 ERA. He's allowed, he's allowed one run in 13 innings, 12 strikeouts. He's been walking guys, 5 walks in 13 innings. Not terrible. Um, but Dakota Hudson's looking like he's having a strong spring, 12 in a third innings. Four earned runs, four walks, 12 strikeouts. Carlos Martinez, good spring so far, Carlos. Walking, walking some guys, though. He's got five walks and, and nine in the third innings, but only allowed two runs in these nine in the third, seven strikeouts. But, you know, it's going to take some time for him to figure it out. He hasn't, Let's get back into that starting have, role. He hasn't had a starter's role in a, while, in a long time. Yeah. Um, Flaherty, eight innings. John Gant, eight innings. John Gant's probably competing for a start. Um, Wayne Wright's been roughed up this spring, seven runs and an eight and a two thirds innings. Austin Gomer only two runs in eight innings. He's another guy, but it looks like the rotation is going to be Flaherty, Hudson, Carlos Martinez, Wayne Wright, and then we've got the likes of Kim, um, Gomber, Ponce de Leon, Genesis Breyer's competing for that spot. So we'll see. It's probably really just between Ponce de Leon and Kim. And I think Kim's going to get it because he's had a light spring. spring. But I think for this bullpen, you definitely – Andrew Miller's been hurt. I don't know if we said that earlier. So he might start the season on the DL. We don't know yet. But the bullpen's going to be – John Gann, I think, 
John Gant, Genesis Cabrera. I think Genesis Cabrera is going to come up and have, especially with um, Miller Hurt, he's going to have a good opportunity to come out and be that lefty. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Helsley from last year, we saw him. Uh, apparently, Alex Reyes is going to be out of that bullpen. John Brebbia, maybe Tyler Webb, uh, Gallegos will be there for sure. And then, I mean, we don't know. Junior Cabrera or Junior Fernandez could be one of those guys. Gomber could be a guy out of the bullpen. De Leon, like I said, you've got a lot of depth on this team. I think at first we, you're worried as a fan, like, whoa, Michael's Michael is hurt. Who do we come and replace? You got De Leon. You just got, yeah, a person that can just step up. You got, you got a lot of good. Kim's, Kim was a, looks great as a signing. A lot of good. Um, just arms. Yeah. Cabrera, Helsley. Those guys could start. Alex Reyes could start. Um, it's kind of like a pick and pull. It is. You can just kind of One pick. goes down, who come, next comes up. So you'll see... You'll see it. I mean, spring training is still going on. There's still competition. I know some of these guys have already been sent down. Um, but we're getting close to game time. What is it? The 9th? It's March 9th. We have 17 days till opening day. Yeah. So the 26th of this month. It's close, ladies and germs. It is very, very close. I'm excited. I'm excited, too. Um, so the Cardinals look like they have something going. They're really relying on some bounce Their back pitching guys. staff's really good. Yeah, they're really relying on bounce back years from Goldschmidt, Carpenter, I mean Bader. Just, I, I mean, you want DeYoung to be consistently playing and up to par all year. So, oh man, so yeah, that's our breakdown of the NL East. NL East. I want to say Central. it's a hard and a little Cardinals talk too, but it'll be fun. I'm excited for the NL East for NL sure. NL East, yeah. Because uh, I think even last year when we were talking about this on the podcast, we were saying this division can go any way. And it was. And it was. Everybody was getting hot in that division yeah. at the end. Um, So we had four teams Oh, at 500 or better. Phillies were 81 and 81. But the Mets made a run last year. They picked up Stroman for last year and this year. What a good move. Um, But, you know, you'll probably see. It's going to be a. We'll probably see some fun Everybody's stuff. Everybody's gonna be jumping each other. Yeah, I we'll see it all year. So uh, any final thoughts? Yeah. One year until the baseball classic. Oh really? The World Series baseball that classic. That seems like it was it's and every what champions. Three years, four years. Four years. Four years. Your champions. The team Ameri- USA. The Americans were the, t- the team last year. Yeah. They were fun. The board baseball classic was a lot of fun. We might see maybe some Mike Trout. Yes. Some big names. That's going what you in, they supposedly. should they should delay the start of the season because i think it starts in february and ends like or starts in the beginning of march yeah and goes until uh end of march they should do that they should say you know what it's you a, get you gotta watch it's a fun time you get plenty you of of in-game at bats going to this it's literally a spring training of elite talent it's, it's all the best of the best it's for, it's for like a major country. it's a major league game it really is yeah for the most part you got teams like australia or england which they have a couple players, but yeah. if you're going like Dominican Republic, the is Israel, but yeah, the uh, the Latino teams are usually really good, mm-hmm. like Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic. Yeah, uh, Canada is not a slouch, and then the United States has some good players, um, and like Mexico, good play. There's just a lot of talent, especially on the western side of the hemisphere. Yeah, um, it's one year away. It'll be fun. I'm excited. I am too. All right, mine's about. Um, you know, the coronavirus, we all know what's going on here. Apparently, it might be a pandemic. Uh, apparently, there's a first reported case in St. Louis, St. Louis County. We're like 10 miles away from St. Louis County. Yeah, I think not South that, County or something like that. Not that far. Um, some bozo, his daughter went out of state, our country, went to Italy, came back. She got tested for the coronavirus. So he was told by health officials, stay inside, self-quarantine, don't go anywhere. This jackass has, I don't know, the wherewithal. He's so selfish and such a jerk. Goes out to a, a father daughter dance to a high school or to a school on Saturday, and he fucking just leaves his quarantine house. He's got the he's got the coronavirus, I think. I think he's been guaranteed or he's been tested positive for it. Um, because well, the daughter was. She was tested positive. They found the, the one results. that went to the dance. No, the oh, older one that went one? to Italy. But gotcha. this past Saturday, she found out that she was positive. So this dude could just have been said, I don't care. I don't have it. Like, what a jerk. I think he should be arrested or something. But, like. Arrested. I don't know. Uh, can you imagine? I'm going to just spread this virus everywhere because. I don't I, care. I, I don't care about anyone. This guy has no. I mean, what I about know. the daughter, you know, too? I think, like the daughter dance. I don't. So it wasn't his. It wasn't the one who went to Italy. 
Was no, I know, but like, what well, if she has? She's a little shit, kid, like, probably. So like, she can't really do anything that much. So, but like, what an uh, asshole! Yeah, they're probably gonna release this dude's name. He's probably gonna get a lot of flack. I don't. I'm not gonna do anything to him. But supposedly their house is in a bubble. Good. <laughs> Fuck them. Little bubble people. That's so ignorant to go. If I've, they're like, hey, you got this uh, virus. I'm gonna say, okay. I guess I'm. I'm gonna call my work. Call yeah. <laughs> call my work. Be like, guys, I got. I might have the coronavirus. They're gonna be like, all right. When I go to work, I'm gonna ask them. Hey, what happens if I might get the corona? What am I like? If I have symptoms, she's like, I'm gonna call off. Is that okay? They're gonna be like, now you're fired. Like, all right. But like, what a jerk. What a just selfish asshole. When they told him to stay in. They should. That should be like a. Because people who have AIDS and they have like. They don't tell their partners they have AIDS and they can spread it. They can get charged, criminal charges for it. This guy should be charged, criminal charge for neglect of something. But fuck you, man. That's ignorant. I'm sure he's getting it. People probably know who he is. I, you know, I don't hope his name's released because he'll get death threats. People will be mean to him. But I'll just tell him he's an asshole. I'm not gonna do anything else. So. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Don't spread the word. Don't spread the corona. Wash your hands. That's it. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.